Hey guys, it's Rachel, your host, and welcome to the Fearless Podcast. Today, we are unpacking a foundational question to the Christian faith, and that is the question, who is God? There are so many people out there who go to church or they go to youth ministry and they don't even know who he is. So today, if you're someone who doesn't really know who he is or understand who he is, I hope this episode will answer that question for you. This episode might also be a little bit controversial to some people's beliefs, and I just want to say before I get started, I don't want to come across as offensive or that I'm being arrogant in any way. I'm just trying my best to answer this question and as biblically as I can. So with that being said, the Bible tells us that God's existence is very obvious, both through creation, creation being the world and everything in the galaxy, and also through our own conscience, which is our thoughts. And because his existence is so clear and obvious that the Bible calls an atheist a fool in Psalm 14 verse 1. I know it's a bit harsh, (laughs) but the Bible reveals the nature, the character, and the work of God. It assumes his existence from the very beginning in the book of Genesis. So having the right idea about God is very, very important because having a false idea about God is actually considered idolatry. A good summary of who or what God is is this, a supreme being, the creator and the ruler of all that is, the self-existent one who is perfect in power, goodness, and wisdom. We don't know everything there is to know about God, and for good reason, he's God, but we do know certain things to be true of him for one reason – In his mercy, he has come down to reveal some of his qualities to us through the Bible. And I'm not going to quote every single Bible verse because I'd be here for a very, very long time if I did. But if you're interested, I'd definitely recommend doing like a personal study in the characteristics of God. So God is spirit by nature. God is one, but he exists as three persons. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I know that's confusing. It took me a while to wrap my head around it. I still don't fully understand it, but I would definitely recommend, again, studying this kind of stuff for yourself so you understand it. Uh, God is infinite, incomparable, and unchanging. He exists everywhere. He knows everything and has all the power and authority. We also know some of the aspects of God's character. Now, this is important because a lot of people misunderstand his character and falsely accuse him of things that he just isn't responsible of. For example, a lot of people say, oh, well, if God's so good, why did he do this bad thing? You, just, you need to understand that God is good. He is love. He doesn't do anything bad to us. He is just. He's loving. He's truthful and holy. He shows compassion, mercy, and grace, and he judges sin, but also offers forgiveness. Now, we can't understand God apart from what he does, because what he does flows from who he is. And here are just some examples. God created the world. He actively sustains the world. He's executing his eternal plan, which involved the redemption of humanity from sin and death. He draws people to Jesus Christ. He disciplines his children, and he judges the world. Now, I mentioned before that God exists in three persons, and one of them is God the Son. And what I mean by that is God became incarnate, meaning that he became human flesh. God the Son became Son of Man, and therefore became the bridge between God and humanity. It's through the work of Jesus Christ that we actually have forgiveness of sins, reconciliation with God, and are eternally saved when we have faith in him. So to know who God is, we should actually look at the life of Jesus. 
and you should also study that very carefully. And his life is in the books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the Bible. The Bible says that we must accept by faith the fact that he exists. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, Without faith it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So if God wanted to, he could just appear and prove to the world that he exists. But even if he did that, we wouldn't need to have faith. A lot of people have the wrong idea about God, like I said earlier, or, or even a narrow view about God. God has no beginning. He, his existence will never end. He's immortal and infinite, and he's just. He actually doesn't show favoritism. He is all-powerful, and he can do anything that he pleases, but his actions will always line up with the rest of his character. God is everywhere, all the time. A lot of people think, oh, he's just Santa, but like Santa and God are very two different beings. (laughs) He knows the past, the present, and the future, including what we are thinking at any given moment, since he knows everything. His justice will always be fair. There is only one God, and he alone is able to meet our deepest needs and the longings of our heart. He alone is worthy of our worship and devotion. God is righteous, meaning that he can't and will not overlook evil. It's actually because of his righteousness that sins actually need to be forgiven. It's the whole reason why Jesus had to come down on the cross and experience God's wrath for our sins. Because all of our sins were placed on him at the cross. And it was so it's, it was so much that God had to look away. So... The most important element of his nature is his holiness. God is holy, so he's set apart. He sees all evil and it angers him. Holiness is the foundation of all other aspects of God's character and it's repeated several times throughout the Bible. God is gracious. His grace includes goodness, kindness, mercy, and love. If it weren't for his grace, his holiness would exclude us from his presence because we're not holy. (laughs) And thankfully, like I mentioned before, that isn't the case because he desires to know each of us personally on a personable basis. He wants to be close to us. He is the literal essence of love. First John chapter four, verse six says, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. God's love is eternal. And because he is immutable, his love never changes. His love is perfect and holy. Like, can you imagine being perfectly loved all the time? That's exactly what it's like to be loved by God. You know, no other person can give that to you. Only God can. So ultimately, God is an infinite being and no person can fully understand or answer this God-sized question. And I didn't plan on trying to answer in entirety this question, but the only way that you can begin to know who God is is by reading the Bible, by reading the Word, and we can understand a lot about who God is and what He's like. So I really hope that this episode has at least sparked your interest to get to know who God is for yourself, because I know that a lot of people, they can tend to know God through, you know, their parents' faith or through a friend's faith, or your view of God can be so warped that you began to know God and something happened, you didn't like what happened, so you just cut it off completely and you're like, no, uh, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to continue. Please understand that your faith needs to be your own. Your journey has to be your own and you need to get to know God for yourself, not because of other people, not because of someone forcing you to, but 
I'm just trying to encourage you to wholeheartedly continue to seek after him for you, for yourself, get to know him for you. And a good place to start, like I said, would probably be reading the Bible. But if you don't, if you've never picked up a Bible before, you're probably looking at it and you're like, wow, this is so intimidating. Where do I even start? Well, I would recommend starting in the book of Psalms if you really want to get to know who God is, even the, um, the book of John. So the book of Psalms, it's basically just a whole book of, you know, people talking about God's character and what he's like and how he reveals himself through different situations. And the book of John, um, that's a really good one. A lot of people talk about how like the book of John is the entryway into the Bible (laughs) and you should always start with this book when you're picking it up for the first time. And I would recommend that too. It's a really good book. But yeah, each to your own. If you don't want to start there, you don't have to. But that's just my recommendations. The Psalms, the Book of Psalms and the Book of John. But yeah, I hope you all have a really great day. And I hope you have a really great week as well. And I'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye.